Hey, you guys! Welcome again to another weekly podcast. I have another special guest here. And this is a very, very intense topic that is it's going to be so amazing. And there's a lot of people that need this right now. So first of all, what is your name? Hi, this is Susie Wood. Thanks so much for having me. Miss Susie, thank you for being with us today. Miss Susie, you're changing many people's lives. You're changing people in a lot of different aspects. So can you tell us what you do? Sure. Uh, well, I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, and I work with women uh, after their divorce to try to reduce that stress so they can live their happiest lives. Okay. And we know that heartbreaks are bad. And people, the first mm. thing they do when people have a heartbreak, they take ice cream. That's a go-to <laughs> ice cream, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about divorce, you know, because divorce is a very touchy subject for people, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it. Why does people want to eat when they get divorced? I know the stress levels, but you know, can you hone on in that and tell me about it? Yeah. Well, the stress from divorce can manifest in so many different ways. Some people overeat. Some people can't eat at all because they've completely lost their appetite. Um, some people develop pain. Um, I, for example, had back pain, terrible back pain that kept me up at night. So then I wasn't sleeping. So that's like a whole snowball thing. Um, I have had clients who have had thinning hair. They've developed adult acne. They have digestive problems, all because of they're going through a very stressful event. And actually going through divorce is the number two most stressful event that anybody can experience after having the death of a spouse. So it's something that really needs to be looked at and considered and the stress levels that we have going through traumatic events as I said, can manifest in all sorts of things. So sometimes, yeah, you want to invite your two best friends over, Ben and Jerry, to help you commiserate. Um, that might not be the healthiest thing, um, but people have stress and it, it comes out in, in lots of different ways. And um, going through divorce is really a grueling process. And the way I work with my clients is really looking at lifestyle factors that are out of balance, as well as the nutrition side. So we sort of heal from our life perspective, but we also heal by feeding our body the right foods that work for us so that we can have the energy, we can reduce stress because there's definitely a connection between the foods we eat and anxiety and depression. There's a gut brain connection. So there's so many different aspects there that we, um, we try to look at to make sure that the person can, can heal from the stress of their divorce and live their best life. Yeah, divorces are always not good. You know, yeah. now here's the thing, you know, doing divorces is always sometimes kids are in the middle, you know, and yeah. that's something, you know, and that's the worst part of sometimes I think of divorces, you know, um, when the kids are stuck in the middle, mommy and daddy, or mommy, mommy, mm -hmm. daddy, daddy, whatever the case is, you know, two people right. just fall apart. You know, um, do you work also with those kids? Do you work also with maybe the child, you know, did, do you help the mothers, you know, maybe change their lifestyle at home, their food, you know, for also not just for them, but also the family, or do you just only work with just one member of the family? Yeah, I work with the adults only um, at this point, uh, but we talk about co-parenting and and some strategies that we can deal um, with that because that's a whole um it's a very interesting topic you know you you get divorced you get this document from the courts or you know you somehow get this paper that says okay you're now divorced and whether it's congratulations or i'm sorry you're now you're now divorced but yet the next day you're like you have to call your ex-spouse and say okay well what time are you picking up the kids so it's it's such a weird situation to be in that you have ended something, but yet this person is still in your life. They haven't died, but you know, you're, you're, you still have to, you're grieving 
the end of your marriage, the end of your relationship. And, and then you also potentially have children that you have to deal with. So we definitely talk about co-parenting strategies um, and also the, what they learn on the nutrition side for themselves, for feeding themselves and giving their bodies what they need obviously passes down to the children because if they're no longer buying the foods that are causing the digestive problems or making them feel depressed, well, then that's going to be passing on to their children and what they feed their kids. So I definitely have a very soft spot for learning about um, and teaching my clients about the ingredients of the foods that they eat, increasing their home cooking, um, satisfying, making satisfying easy meals because nobody wants to spend a lot of time in the kitchen, involving the family, um, in the food process and deciding what to eat, maybe going shopping together, looking at new fruits and vegetables that they can explore so that everybody can feel healthier together. So it definitely trickles down to the kids. Yeah, that, that that's a good point. You know, it is true. You know, we're, hey, you know, and right now when two parents get divorced, they don't have the time. So they're trying to rush through food and yep. go through food and nobody's always a frozen dinner and microwave mm -hmm. or a cereal. And, you know, that's, that's what's going to now. Right. With, that's the modern world we live in, right? What What is the, what do you say the go-to food for everybody? They, when you first people come to you, what's a go-to food? If you could say, well, this is like the go-to food that, you know, that everybody's always talking about besides ice cream. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could, some people have sweet tooth, some people have salty tooths and they, they want to go for the, the pretzels and the, and the chips. Some people find comfort in fried foods and, you know, the mac and cheeses and those types of things. Um, you know, everybody is different. Everyone's going to kind of try to, you know, use certain foods to get them through difficult times. Um, but that's where, you know, if they're seeking some help and they want to make some changes, because often you eat those foods, you feel guilty for having those, those foods. And also they just don't make you feel that good. You know, they might give you an upset stomach or you feel really bloated. You got to unbutton your pants, you know, <laughs> after you eat and, and, and then you end up, you know, needing the nap right after you have, uh, you know, I don't know, four slices of pizza or something like that. So we're trying to get people out of that cycle of using food for comfort. Um, and, uh, and also just, again, nourishing the body with what it needs, what it can thrive with. Um, and I'm a very big proponent of eating real food, reading the labels on the, uh, the packaged foods. If you buy packaged foods, you know, really understanding what those ingredients are, what they do to you, um, because they definitely have an effect on how you feel. Okay. So no, part of the, yeah, it's part of the recovery process of divorce is, is just feeling better. And, you know, if it's such a stressful event, many people do actually gain quite a bit of weight. Some people lose weight because they've lost their appetite, but other, most people I would say have gained a lot of weight. So if you, if you're up 20 or 30 pounds and you're divorced and now, you know, you ultimately want to get back in the dating scene, you know, maybe you want to build that confidence so that you can take some pictures and put up a profile on a dating app. And if you're not happy with yourself and you just don't feel good in the clothes that you feel like you're stuffed in your clothes, then, you know, you're not going to be really feeling like you're putting your best self out there. So, um, you know, we work sometimes on weight loss if that's what's needed. But um, again, it's really important to look at the lifestyle factors and figuring out what is stressing us out. Um, besides the divorce, you know, it could be, it could be career, it could be finances, um, it could be your home environment. Um, there's so many things, relationships, obviously, you know, those, those all have potential um, for uh, causing stress in our lives. And that stress is what ends up leading to food cravings and making us pick the wrong foods. And if you have certain pains that you've developed, like digestive pains, you know, you just, you could be upsetting your sleep 
And then that's a whole other topic. That's a, probably one of the, the number one thing that I work on with my clients is getting their sleep under control because so many people are not sleeping properly, not feeling refreshed. They're not waking up with a clear mind. And, um, and then, you know, you're not motivated to move your body and exercise. So it really can snowball into a lot of things. So we try to turn all that around. Let's talk about exercise. That's a good subject. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Exercise, you know, people nowadays are always go, 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 you know? And when we go through the divorce, people go through it, then, you know, hey, I don't want to do anything. Like, it's, you know, they kind of yep. do it like a let go mentality. Like, like I don't care no more. Yep. I just want to do this, go to work. They become almost like a robot, you know? Yep. And, I, you know, I, lucky enough, I've never been divorced. I have the most amazing wife. Mm -hmm. um, but what it gets me is, is the whole, I've seen a lot of my friends and they, first of all, the, the kid thing is, is always bad, but also seeing them become a robot. Uh -huh. You know, I they're always nine to five, go to work, come home, feed the kids, go to bed. And it's always right. the same thing. Do you mm -hmm. work on breaking that cycle with them? Do you work on breaking the, the cycle? Hey, you know what? You need to exercise. You need to do this. You know, when they come to you, is there a way of, of telling them, hey, exercise is important? Because mm -hmm. most people nowadays don't exercise. They're yeah. all, and it's it's bad. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we're, you know, we're on a lot of devices. We often have desk jobs. Um, and, and it's definitely taken a toll on our lives. And having that sedentary lifestyle is definitely not healthy. But, you know, as an integrative nutrition health coach, it's actually not my job to tell people what they should and shouldn't do. They're going to come to me and we're going to sit down, we're going to figure out what's out of balance. And then I have them set their goals. So if their goal is to move their body and to, in and to increase their physical activity, I'm going to help them get there. Um, you know, if I said, you got to exercise, you know, no, nobody wants to be told what to do, right? Who, who wants to be told what to do? You know, like, that's just not fun. But if you've come up with the decision yourself, you know, I really feel like I, I would benefit from moving my body more, you know, I'm feeling so stiff or I just want to lose a few pounds. Um, you know, I want to have my flexibility. I'm getting older. I want to improve my balance and my flexibility, right? So then, yes, we can devise a plan that we, we put together and we, we really take baby steps in getting there. Because if we set a goal that you're going to run a marathon, you're probably going to miss that mark. And then you're going to beat yourself up because you failed at the goal. So that's the last thing I want. So I work with my clients on setting reasonable, smart, specific, attainable, realistic goals. And we do that by taking really small baby steps. So rather than saying I'm going to run a marathon, let's just go out and buy the sneakers, <laughs> right? And then, right. then maybe the next day, let's put those sneakers on. <laughs> and then the next day, maybe we go walk to our neighbor's mailbox and then maybe we'll walk around the block, right? And we just take it step by step. And each of those steps, we congratulate ourselves for taking those little baby steps because that positive behavior is going to lead to re you know, reinforcing the good behavior and then that's what makes a habit stick. So we first look at what's out of balance, then we set appropriate goals, and then we take the baby steps and congratulate ourselves all along the way. And that's what really makes transformation. So rather than lofty goals that we end up failing at and then beating ourselves up for it, you know, that's, that's not going to get you anywhere. We, we turn that on its head and we do baby steps and congratulate ourselves along the way. And then before you know it, you look back and you're like, wow, I actually walked a mile today. You know, I haven't walked a mile in, in three years or 10 years or ever, right? And so, you know, you, you take these small steps and then ultimately reach your goal. That's the transformation. And you become, it becomes part of your daily existence and then you end up really enjoying that activity. 
right? And then you keep up with it. Okay. What is the hardest part of what you do? Um, well, I know that there are certain things that I want my clients to achieve and I feel like they can get there. And if I, I don't want to push them past their comfort zone, I have to, as my, as a coach, I, I need to hold them accountable and I need to hold their hand. And sometimes I want to pull them along a little bit faster than they're ready for. And so holding myself back because I, I know where they need to be, or I know where I would want them to be. Um, they sometimes don't see it or it just seems too difficult. And so, you know, holding myself back um, so that I don't push them too hard and then it all falters and then they, you know, they don't have the success they want. So I would say that that is probably the hardest thing that I have to do. And easiest yeah. part? Oh, the easiest part, honestly, is just talking with them and like this, just having a lovely conversation, um, getting to know them and understanding what makes them tick and, um, when I see them, you know, reaching, reaching their goals and feeling happier and lighter and feeling like they have more confidence, it, that's just wonderful. It's wonderful. I mean, I don't know if it's easy, but it certainly makes me keep going and doing what I do because it's just lovely to see when somebody who comes to me, they, they often don't have a lot of confidence because they've just been through such a traumatic event and, you know, they're beaten, in, beaten up a little bit. Um, it is a grueling process and they've often lost a lot of control in their lives and, um, you know, helping them see that they actually do have a lot of control and they do have a lot of power and they can have a better chapter two than their chapter one. It's just lovely to see. Now here's, yeah. here's another, here's another one that I see a lot. There's, mm -hmm. and you know, I know you're, you do nutrition and all that fun stuff, but here's the thing. Let's say you see, you have a client and they keep on going back to the same they look for the toxic environments, you know, Ooh, if it's yeah. eating or, you know, because and not just they go back to the same toxic person, but sometimes they go back to their, you know, oh, we're doing great. And they got divorced and they single, they're having a great time. And a year later, they go in the back, being back in another toxic environment that they're in and they call you. Hey, guess what? I found someone they have <laughs> these little red flags that my ex used to do, you know, so. And they go back to the always eating. How can you prevent that? You know, when somebody comes to you again and they're all excited, but then you can see the the way that they're starting to fall back. You know, as a coach, how could you, how do you help them with that? Because that's that's a lot of people go back to you. They feel the, their comfort again. They feel that, guess what? That was great, you know? And now mm -hmm. they're starting back. Hey, you know what? I'm eating Ben and Jerry's again. How do you right. break that cycle? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because I usually work, I have a program, a signature program that lasts about five months. And we meet every other week, we do Zoom calls. Um, so we meet for an hour and there's a lot of support in between that time. And over the course of five months, I find we make a lot of changes right at the beginning, especially with regarding food, cleaning up their diet, and then they start feeling great. And maybe their skin has cleared up and they feel like they have more energy and they've gotten rid of their digestive problems because they're no longer eating those foods that bother them. And usually about halfway through the program, they're like, I'm feeling so good. I'm going to go back to having those things that I cut out of my diet. And then lo and behold, all the same symptoms come back. You know, those arthritic symptoms in their, in their hands come back. The bloating comes back. Um, they start breaking out again on their, on their face or wherever. And then they go, oh, wait a second. 
Yeah. <laughs> now I know what the problem is. But it's a realization that they have to come to. Again, it's not me telling them, right? Because if I tell them, they're going to go, yeah, or whatever. They have to experience it. Sometimes, you know, we're human beings. We have to have a lived experience in order for us to really learn a lesson. And so they go back, they eat the foods, they have those same exact problems again. And then they go, ah, yeah, those things bother me. So I'm going to take them out again. And then they start having the good results. And so it, it is often a lesson that they need to experience. Um, and I'm there to just to help coach them and just say, wow, well, how did you feel when you ate that thing again? that had been upsetting you. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to like, like some of these things, like, let's just say it's, you know, maybe it's um, dairy, right? So you've given up dairy for six weeks, and then you try it again, and you have these symptoms, it doesn't mean that you forever need to leave dairy out of your out of your diet, it just means that maybe your body needs a longer break from it. So the six weeks was was a good experiment, but maybe your body needs three months or six months or even a year to really clear out the inflammation that that particular food was causing. So, you know, it doesn't mean unless you have an actual allergy or, you know, a condition that really means you have to give that thing up. So, um, you know, I just want to preface that as well. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I love the subject, you know, because it's not just, you know, dealing with divorce detox, you know, people need to understand that the, what you put in your body is like your body is like a like I call it like a machine. You know, you, yeah. you maintain it well. Guess what? It's going to run well. You know, yep. I am probably one of the worst eaters there are. I like to say because I'm always on the road or I'm always busy. So I understand the whole. Okay, let me grab whatever I see. Let me go grab McDonald's. You know, McDonald's mm. because you can find McDonald's everywhere. It is the most horrible food sometimes for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. supposed to be eating it. You know, right? How do you feel after you eat that? Right. Oh, bad. But mm -hmm. I. When you're on the road, sometimes that happens, you know. So the thing about it is, is always on the go. Let's try to get, you know. And what I like mm -hmm. about you is that you tell me, you know what? Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, you give them, a, <laughs> you give a advice, a tip, to make that person feel better. Yeah. You know, we, if you if it wasn't for the divorce part, I'll be talking to you about my food because you know. Yeah. yeah. I might need some some tips on that, you know, especially yes. on the road, you know, because I'm, I'm the worst eater sometimes. I'm. Well, there's there's there are so many things that you can do. I mean, I'm on the road as well, and it it really comes down to good planning, and it takes some practice. So you know, I actually had a meeting this morning and cross town, 20 minutes away. And I took an apple with me and I took some carrot sticks with me. I mean, it's just, it's so simple, but you know what? I had to have the carrots in my fridge. I had to have the apple in my fridge. I had to peel the carrots and cut the carrots and put them in a container and keep them in the car. So like there was a lot of planning. I mean, now to me, it's second nature because it's like, of course I'm going on the road and you know, I'm going to take some food with me so that I don't have to have the McDonald's or the whatever, you know, to call them out. Right. So it, yeah. it does take some planning. Um, and uh, and some forethought and you know you got to go to the supermarket you got to get the stuff and so that is these are some of the basic baby steps that i work with my clients like okay let's make a shopping list so that you can go and get the right food so that you are stocked you know in your pantries in your fridge if you go away for you know a week and you you know come back and what are you going to eat because you haven't had a chance to go to the supermarket well if you have a can of beans if you have some you know um fruits or vegetables maybe in the freezer right you have some things on hand you could boil up some quinoa right but you have to have those things there to put together right if you can't have some fresh ingredients so there's there's a lot of little trips tips and tricks that i that i teach my clients along the way to so that they can you know get through those tough times when they're traveling um you know we talk about restaurant dining as well and and finding good options right well what, one of the misconceptions people have is eating healthy is expensive uh-huh and oh, that yeah. is a miss that is a mis it, misconception it's total myth yeah you know yeah. what i feel i feel like i do most of my grocery shopping at costco 
they have an amazing selection of organic stuff and yeah. it's cheap. It is so much cheaper that they're not going to have everything. You know, you can't do all of your shopping there, but they actually have, they carry some alternative brands. Um, I have no connection with them, but, you know, for people who are gluten intolerant, there's Siete and they sell like the big giant things of their, um, their chips and their um, almond wraps. Um, they have organic blueberries, really inexpensively, inexpensive. And not everything has to be organic either, you know, like knowing what you should buy organic and what you don't have to buy organic. That's also important. Um, but, you know, eating healthy does not necessarily have to be expensive. You don't have to go to specialty stores. You can if you want. But if you know how to smart shoply and know what to look for um, and buying fresh ingredients, which is really what I propose to a lot of my clients rather than the package stuff, you buy fresh stuff. It, it's often very, it's often cheaper than those microwavable package things because you're paying for all that packaging. You're paying for the plastic container and the shrink wrap and the, you know, box and the, you know, all that stuff. If you just bought a bag of apples, you know, that's, uh, that's definitely a lot cheaper. Not that that's a meal, but you know what I'm saying? Fresh ingredients often are cheaper than the package things. So, mm -hmm. which is true. And I, uh, like, that's what everybody tells me, oh, eating healthy needs, you know, it's like, look, man, you could eat healthy, you know, and the thing about it is always hard, you know, the prep part of it. But when you have someone like yourself, hey, you know what, you could do this. Mm -hmm. you know, it's breaking that mentality it's like, you know, and the subconscious mind is always very strong. Oh, well, you know, back mm -hmm. of your head, you have a little thing going, hey, no, 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 no. They're trying to say no. But right. having a coach like yourself, yeah. hey, you know what, we're going to meet once a week, we're going to have a Zoom call, and you start breaking that little subconscious mind. Hey, guess what? We're going to start changing that. Your mind starts thinking differently. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On my um, Instagram, I, my company is called um, True Wellness Within. And if people go on Instagram, they can follow me in there that um, on Instagram and they can see a bunch of recipe ideas. And I break down, you know, what people um, what I normally eat and I show them how I can make really quick things. I am not spending a ton of time in the kitchen. Um, so that's on True Wellness Within. And then the divorce detox side is, uh, is a, a separate thing on Facebook. So people can, you know, who are going through divorce can, you know, get their lives back in control, looking a little bit more at lifestyle factors and food together. So, okay. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to start. How can we find you? Okay. This is important. Yeah. How can we find you? Listen, like you said, y'all on my Instagram. I got some yep. recipes. Check it out. You know, right. and then you have your website too. Yes. So you have two platforms that you're working on. Mm -hmm. the, the nutrition side that one you said within and then also the detox the divorce mm -hmm. detox right so you're not just doing you're offering both you're it's not just for people in divorce you can offer this yes. for everybody else correct yes exactly yeah so people who are going through divorce they might benefit from joining my private facebook group which is called the divorce detox and that that's on facebook and that's a support group um we meet um we do first saturday of every month we do a free zoom support call so anybody is welcome to join that um, and then there's ongoing support and, and discussion within the Facebook group. And it's just a wonderful community where we have kinship, we have connection with people who are going through similar things. Um, so that's the Divorce Detox on Facebook. And then on Instagram, I have um, more my corporate side, which is True Wellness Within, and that's recipe ideas and healthy living um, tips and tricks. So whether you're going through divorce, whether you're not, you can still learn from cooking good food, having easy recipes, um, and uh, realizing that it's not that difficult to eat well and feed your body with good, good nutrition. Do you have a book yet? I don't have a book. No. Oh, so no. You, have, you, you have the recipes. Yeah. You got everything down already. You should yeah. make a book about it. You know, put Maybe. some recipes in there. 
Yeah, but I have a lot of resources on my website, um, which is truewellnesswithin.com. And I actually have a free quiz if anybody is going through divorce, if they want to take the quiz, it's um, it's free. It's uh, truewellnesswithin.com slash divorced with a D at the end. And it's a quiz on have you healed from the stress of your divorce. That's so great. you can do that and and see where you score. And I have some other resources on my website as well. So no book, but lots of info on the website and with the Facebook groups and Instagram as well. Okay, so let's go back to your website. So you have yeah, they give you, you have the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. if you say it one That's more time. True Wellness Within. Okay, let's talk about your Facebook page. Yep, that's called the Divorce Detox. Okay, and mm -hmm. then that way they could get either way. You have a quiz and then get it all filled out. How yep. fast do you respond to people? Like, hey, I'm oh yeah, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. you can shoot me an email, um, which they can find. It's uh, on my website, or they can email me. It's Susie S U Z Y at truewellnesswithin.com. Awesome. And I'll get back to them right away. Yeah, I'd love to hear from anybody. And if, if they are going through difficulties with their divorce, I would love to talk with them and um, show them that they can live their best life ever and don't let divorce define you. You can definitely have a better chapter two than a chapter one. All right, and the one last tip to anybody that's eating right now that always mm -hmm. on the go or somebody that's yeah. going through divorce, that one, like you said, you already said for divorce, but if the one eating Thanks. tip or okay. one message, the one message you can tell everybody globally. Okay. okay. I yes, one I message. would say eat real food. And if your grandmother wouldn't recognize that ingredient, you probably don't want to be eating it. Oh, I so, love that. That's yep, so cool. that's my tip. <laughs> All right, Miss Susie. I want to first thank you for having you. It has been a great podcast. I am looking forward to following you and all your journeys. Thank um, you. I will be on definitely. I'll be on your site. I'm looking thank at you. your recipes on your Instagram. I'll be. You have a new, you have a new subscriber. So, oh, wonderful! Thank uh, you so much. This has been fantastic.